that band got paid to have their song played over and over and over in an hour span, like probably like 10 or 12 times. It was like you you were forced to have that song in your head the next morning. And whatever they were paid, you should multiply that by six and then times by eight. And then that's still not enough. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Wait, this is the podcast. Why can't I just go podcast off the floor? For that beautiful angelic song when Daryl was in there in The Walking Dead and they played Easy Street for 10 hours. To me, that's great. The so, best song playing. That was a great episode. Ironically, that is a good song. It's very catchy. Yeah. Some of it could drive you insane, but it's not like they're playing Slipknot or something awful. True. You like, I, I, I don't mind that song, but probably after two days of it, it would... I think any song for two yeah. days would drive you nuts. It's, it's, if you had to pick any song to listen to for the rest of your life, and it was only one song, what would you do? That's a really good question, because it's not one of my favorites. Well, it may be in my top 30. I can't remember. But... It's not, I don't think, in my top ten, but it's a really long song, and it almost feels like th- like three or four different songs, and that would be Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. I was going to say the same thing, Shut and I'm not dick. even joking, and the reason being is because of that reason. It's like, it's like Billy Joel's Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. It could be three mm. different songs mm. in one, Yes. and you could stretch it out. And it's long. It's long. You know what I mean? Easy. Yeah. Like Hurricane, the song Hurricane by Bob Dylan. Yeah. Great song. It's like eight minutes. Now, it does feel like the same song the entire time, but the fact that it's really long and really good <laughs> works. For my day. Here's a story of a... Tweet us. Tweet At the underscore the podcastle. The underscore podcastle. John's got a snappy, snazzy, jazzy socks hat rocking again. And representing the Philadelphia Sixers jerseys. Double at Passenger is on the back of that jersey, I hope. I have the uh, the jersey on and the shorts. And oh. I, lo- I love these shorts because they're the authentic shorts that the players wear, but... Yeah. Uh, no pockets. Pardon me. A lot of ball. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no pockets. you got to carry around your bowl when you go to the store. Right. Yeah, I have nowhere to put my, my, my paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. So you made... Let me get this. You made a... Uh, a bar stool today, or you bought one? There was oh, some yeah. kind of there was some kind of stool action going on this morning that didn't involve a doctor and a cup. I what did happened? What? Disgusting. <laughs> I um, DTI just went to TMI. We have the um, you know, the, the bar there that separates like the, the the family room and the kitchen. Yeah, and it's really big. I mean, there's enough room for three people to sit very comfortably four to fit. If we're in a pinch. Um, so we're having Thanksgiving, as I mentioned last episode. Um, right. So we're going to need some extra seats. 
Um, and Heather was like, well, I'll just buy one of these bar stools. If we like it, then I'll buy two more. So I was like, all right, cool. Smart. So it gets delivered, and we open it up, and we start to look at it, but we basically just look at the picture on the box. And I look at it, and there's a lot of pieces. You know, there's a there's a bag full of, like, screws and washers. And and, and there's bolts. always eight left over when you're done with yeah. it. And you're like, this will go in a drawer because I'll use them someday. You'll never use them again. Next to this dead battery that will come back to life. When I build my own garage workbench, I'll use these washers here that for some reason are just extra. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was supposed to put them somewhere, but I'm not going to. Paul just broke the seat and cracked his back open because there's no washers in here. How can you pinpoint the problem immediately to the washers? I'm setting up somebody on thing. Hey, yeah, uh, Heather, hey, step uh, that. Bob, uh, Bob, sit, uh, sit here. Sit That's tight. your seat, Bob. Just sit down. It's like the whoopee cushion. Yeah, just go ahead and have a seat. It's like, well, now I'm not because you want me to sit down so bad. Just sit down. So Heather was all excited, and I didn't really – was not in the mood to put the thing together. Yeah, and, right. And I could tell she – I go, all right, well, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll take care of that tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not getting into that tonight. And she kind of gave me like a, mm, okay. Babe. All right, wah, wah, wah. So and, then and later like the, on the, in the, the night. The audience comes in. <laughs> I guess I'll just sit in on tomorrow. Oh. oh uh, so then later on that night, I kind of was just screwing around and – uh, you know, Justin, because he's in college, starts his day around like two thirty, three o'clock. So usually around like ten thirty, eleven, he's like cooking himself some dinner. So I'm right. just down there just shooting the shit with him. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to build this stupid stool. I'm going to have it all ready for when she wakes up tomorrow morning. And I'm going to have breakfast waiting for her. I am going to really shift the momentum Casanova. of the DTI. Casanova, indeed. Yeah. You got to index it up. Jen and I are—we have a little bar stool in the kitchen that separates like the dining room area from that, uh-huh. and it's the same like kind of bar as you guys have. It's that like gray marble kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we maybe like yeah three years ago she got two bar stools for it, and I swear I sit there more than I've ever sat at like the table yeah. because it's just something cool about like popping your cereal down or your yeah. dinner or whatever if you're you know if you're not like eating together or going out and it's just like it's something about it, like sitting at a bar stool in your own place. Eating some, some, some chicken, some fruit pork, loops, some fruit loopy loops. Yeah, I don't want to sit at my, I don't want to sit at my six seat dining room table. I know and you look eat, like an like, asshole by myself. That. Like that, if that happens, if I were to commit to that, I would also have to subscribe back now that it stopped coming to the Sun Sentinel, so I could yes. spread the oh. newspaper out on the big table, make it look like I'm yeah. using a lot of room. You have another paper from another like. You know, a different edition on like the other end. Sports yeah. is there. You I got the Miami funny Herald. papers, and you call them funny papers at that point because you're like a guy now, like a man. You know, it's not cartoons or comics. It's funny papers. Or no, I, think I agree with you. There's something about the table. You can't eat alone. No, it, it just feels empty and barren, and uh, I'm not a fan. But the the because I usually make breakfast downstairs and then bring it up to my office and eat it at my desk, and you know, boom, bam, have my coffee. Wham, bam, thank you, man. I'm ready to go. But now that I have the counter space there, I may enjoy, you know, a little downstairs time while Heather's slowly making her way out the door. Utilize that real estate and keep that going. John and I could do a whole podcast about the shenanigans of counter space. No, Clark, that's not that's not accurate. You mean you just space. want to say that? 
Um, yeah, so so you did the bar stool, which is great. Yeah. And uh, are you guys going to get two more? Going to get two more because we really like this one. The cushions on this thing are about six inches thick. This Ooh. is stool hour here on Nerd 35. It is a very soft cushion for your cushion, and uh, I really appreciate it. And we, we like it, so we're going to get them. Oh, two nice. Dos Mas. Dos Mas with some Dos Equis. I saw the uh, the picture that you post on Instagram of, of Hey Ashley, and she had a little cup that said yeah. Mom to be. Yeah. And I was wondering, what is, what is she drinking? What is like her morning thing? Decaf tea. That's what I thought. Hot tea, yeah. decaf hot tea. Yeah, she I know it was something really... hot, and I was like, I know she's not drinking like coffee. No. You know, for obvious reasons. So I was like, I wonder what the thing is. I would have guessed tea. It's funny, a good morning choice. It's funny all the weird things that you learn that you're not supposed to have that I promise you our parents had. Like, they're like, no coffee because of the caffeine. No well, cocaine. Well, then does that also mean no chocolate? Because there's caffeine and chocolate. Does That's that also true. mean no soda? Because there's caffeine and soda. No, no it, cigarettes? Well, obviously no cigarettes. Or, what? Or maybe oh, maybe so. Do you ever screw with Jen and tell her that it's the wrong time in the morning? You mean uh, if she's running late? Like maybe she isn't running late, but you tell her that she, that she is. Like you tell her it's 9.30. She was supposed to be out the door at 8.30. I don't do the wrong time because she's out the door before I wake up. Ah. But, but, I, but I do do the wrong days sometime. I'll be like, what are you doing? You're late for work, like <sighs> on a Sunday. <sighs> and I'll, like, I'll go all through the motions and put like – pants on like like a, i don't even wear a tie to work but i like have a tie on like yo i'm running late if you're i'm running late you need to go and you know when you're disoriented it's like a, a ninja sneaking into a drunk person's house you have him for a good like 20 seconds that's like when you that old prank when you used to i don't know reset all the clocks real quick right but you can't right. do that now because someone just looks at their phone unless you go to the lengths of doing it to their phone also I'll tell you what I do. I'm sure you do that with Hey Ashley. I want to want to hear. I'm sure you do that. But but as far as the phones go, I'll go into her phone and change my name in there <sighs> to like her mom or something, and then like disappear. And then I'll text her like, uh, "We got some bad news. Uh, you need to call me right away." She's like, "What the fuck?" And she'll call, and I'll be like, "Hello. The bad news is we're out of steak, and you need to make dinner." You know. The first time well, you but, did that, was she like? <laughs> She's like, wait, what, what's going Don't on? Don't hurt I'll, my mother, please. Don't hurt my mother, or I'll change the name to like her brother's my phone uh, record to her brother's name, and I'll be like, just letting you know, like I'm getting a sex change. I talk to mom, like I just don't want to talk. I'm just letting you know, I made it to Australia safe and sound. I, I don't know if when I'll ever see you guys again, but uh, Godspeed. Godspeed, right? God bless. Cell phone pranks. <laughs> Cell phone pranks. <laughs> Morning pranks. Nobody kill anybody. Baltimore hopes for homicide-free weekend. Did you hear about that? Is that news? Wait, hold on for a second. Do, do you do the, the, the morning prank? Oh, uh, yeah, yesterday. Um, I got to hear this. I'm sure you're a great craftsman. So I get real nervous when Heather works from home, you know, because I do too. And I don't want us to fight because we're just in each other's way. And, and especially right. now that she's pregnant and can't really do anything to, like, relieve stress like she used to. Right. And, you know, it, uh, I'm, I'm just nervous. It's dangerous. Yeah, right, of course. Is she working from home every day kind of thing? She worked from home Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week because her boss was out, so there's no reason to go in. Then she was supposed to go in Thursday, 
and I was all I wasn't like excited about it, but like no, but yeah, it's I, like you want to be in your zone. Yeah, right. I, I don't want any distractions. That's the biggest thing. When she's there, I'm so distracted. I come downstairs every hour. So it was Thursday morning, and I was like all excited, you know, like all right, and it's like. 8.30, she usually leaves at like 8.30, 8.45, and I come in, and I'm like, hey, babe, I thought you were going into work today. She's like, oh, I am, I have to get up. She starts stretching, I go, well, it's 9.30, and she immediately wakes up. <laughs> 9.30? I was like, just kidding! Oh, I got you so bad! The old one hour ahead bit. Daylight saving strikes in Florida. It's all in the delivery. It's almost like it's not a big deal. I was like, well, it's already 9.30. I mean, I thought you were... 9.30? Nice. <laughs> I love that. That's a great, that's a great prank. I don't why? I don't know why. Whenever I know someone has to be somewhere, I tell them that it's closer to that time than they think. I don't right. know why. I like it. It's but like really an Irish just, goodbye. It's really a polite thing life. to do. Very friendly. Hey, let me ask you this before we get into the Baltimore murders. Daylight savings. Do you think we should still have that or do you think it should be abolished? I get the reason, but don't you think it's it's an obsolete thing at this point? Daylight savings? An extra hour of sunlight? It's like, yeah, but you also lose a lot of sunlight in the winter. I really don't understand what an extra, what an hour difference makes. If it was like a six-hour shift, then I would get it. But it's right. not, it's an hour. And, and isn't there one state where it doesn't change or maybe two? Exactly. And then there's a, a mountain zone which like sometimes observes it. So it's, yeah. it could be an hour ahead and not two hours. Right, because the sun is like lower. It's like weird. The but the reason they like did that. that way back in the day was so during Halloween they could have an extra hour for kids to go out when it's dark to get candy for the candy companies. It was actually it's a money corporation back thing and I think it's dumb because the winter you're going to lose sunlight anyway because of the, the rotation of the earth. Right. So Speaking of eclipses. So what you should do for people like me that don't wake up at a good time anyway is make the daylight longer so you can wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning and it's still poking through and then you have like a longer night a longer day in the nighttime as opposed to well it's four o'clock and it's pitch black outside i guess i'll go home and stay awake in the dark yeah it's kind of depressing right in the northeast it gets dark at like 4 15 yeah and that is so bad so instead of then in the summer it's 9 p.m and it's still light out and you're like it's just so weird that that happens in like two months it gets dark earlier already so then why do we go back even earlier that's one. That's that's the whole thing, and the reason was because wow. it could get dark earlier, so kids would have like an extra hour or two to trick or treat for candy and to buy more candy. Back to that. This day and age, you're not allowed to go trick or treating when it's dark. It, Halloween's ruined. You have to be out during the day, yeah. or you have to be with a group of a thousand. Right. This is not the the Roaring Eighties where that right. was okay. Right. You can't do that. Can't do that anymore. So yes, abolish it. Throw it out. Abolish it. Throw it out. I don't know. Get that off our breast. Uh, yeah, it's a, like everything. It's like St. Patrick's Day, like Valentine's Day. It's just something we made up to make money. Right. It's another we, thing. We, we like we made our own spin on it. You know, like St. Patrick's Day, everyone drinks. That is not what he was doing. <laughs> That's not what he was doing, and it's it's offensive to Irish Americans because that's exploiting like the worst stereotype about a race. Right. It's like Black History Month. It's not like, well, let's, you know, get food stamps. 
and do right. this. It's like, well, that's not true. That's a stereotype. It's like, well, so are that Irish are drunks, you know? Yeah. You don't, you don't see that. It's like, you know. But the uh, Irish are pretty proud of it. Yeah, yeah, they're proud they of like it. They like to drink. I mean, that's a good stereotype for the most part. Don't you think? It's probably the best stereotype. It's probably the best stereotype. It is, for sure. That's why they have their own mascot. Yes. Back to Baltimore. Yeah, what happened there? They are, um, activist Erica Bridgeford's message is simple. Nobody kill anybody for 72 hours. It's a lot to ask for a city on pace to record its highest annual homicide toll, a place still reeling from the racially charged riots that followed the 2015 death of Freddie Gray at the hands of the police. Remember that when they were trashing right outside like Cannon Yards? Yeah, man, that's a rough. Uh, that's a rough city. Aside from like Inner Harbor or Camden Yards, that's a that's a rough city, man. I mean, it's every, like a Detroit. Every crime show is based in New York City or Chicago, right? But the best crime show of all time, The Wire. The Wire is yeah. based in Baltimore because of that reason alone. And uh, it's a cool city, man. It's a uh, hmm. yeah. Well, you can see why a lot of there's a lot of uh, tension there and things like that. There are a lot of poor neighborhoods and things haven't been built and the infrastructure's kind of messed up. I know. And a lot of it. It's like D.C., but even worse, like way worse. Yeah, D.C.'s bad too. Um, It's interesting though, about a lot of those cities like Baltimore, there's a lot of good qualities to it to redeem. You know, there's like good parts and bad parts. But then you look at a city like Camden, which is like just crime everywhere, and then Ugh. they're like, "Well, we have a nice aquarium on the water," you know, and that's kind of Cam- it. Camden like, is throwaway. It's like, yeah, it's a war zone. You would Cam- never ever go there. Camden is like a place where the industrial revolution really kicked mm. off and got going, and then everyone was like, "Never mind, I don't want to live here." <laughs> and that was it. And then it was done, and it never recovered. And it's just nothing but warehouses and like smokestacks that are like unmanned everywhere. Yeah. Like Get Detroit, us. a lot of parts of Detroit. So Detroit, three one three, three one three. So Bridgeford and other community leaders have been hitting the streets of West Baltimore, urging drug dealers and gang members to put down the guns from Friday through Sunday. This is about a culture shift. It's about helping people realize they have a choice in their decision-making, not just about committing violence, but about feeling hopeless that there's nothing we can do about the level of violence in our communities. Hey, you know what? I completely support this. Yeah. Maybe If it it, it opens up some lives, saves some lives, it's a very good thing. If it opens up one and saves one. Like one... If you save the world, if you save one life, you save the world entire. Like one one gangbanger... Probably more than one gangbanger, and probably the leaders in gangbangers and gangs yeah. will see right. this and go, "All right, no one kill anyone this weekend. No jobs this weekend. <clears throat> if anyone kills anyone, you know they're done." You know that's what they call jobs in the police. Uh, murders in the police department are jobs. I was talking to my aunt, who's a cop uh, with Philadelphia Police, and they call them jobs. Like, was there any jobs this weekend? Any jobs? Like we had a job on Figueroa. There was a job a that job, we did. Like and, a mur- that was a murder. Yeah, and I guess it's because it's a uh, way of compartmentalizing it in a job. Not like you don't want to walk around at work all day and be like, "Is there a murder we can look at?" It's like right. any 
any jobs on three? Like they have to keep yeah. it like a professional. You know, you can't let it get into your head too much. Yeah, they have to Both look at jobs. like, dude. I mean, that's what we refer to the nurses. I mean, we just call them candidates or travelers. Right. Like they're they're items. Yeah, keep it like you know a, a kind of term to to so it doesn't yeah. get in your head too much. Like yeah. how they call them Charlie in Vietnam. They call them Charlie, not people. You just make up some term. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. a little different, but you know. I was like you know, Charlie. That's not a Vietnamese name. We were always looking for Charlie? a guy named Charlie. Extreme weather will kill 152,000 a year in Europe well, before end of the century, study says. It's terrible. It's the heat. It's the heat and the storms and the still, and all that jazz. I'm still uh, still blown away that, the, that Mr. Agnew um, was talking to me about climate change and, and just telling me. Yeah. He was talking to me. Interesting. As if he was explaining how it exists and what it was doing to airplanes. You know, like he was proving it, yes. that it existed. And I was like, He had hmm. a valid case. For some reason, I would think he'd be someone who would deny it. But he's always been a very intelligent person. Okay. Is he like an engineer or something? Dude, I don't even know what he does. But he is just able to uh, understand to... vast amounts of like crafts and information. Yeah. Yeah, like the way things work. He's absolutely right about the planes. There's a certain temperature that the uh, yeah. there's like 120 degrees that the planes can't take off because the the fuel can't metabolize or something. The air is too thin and it can't like suck up air underneath it to get it off right. the ground. That's what it is, and that's why places like Phoenix, where it's hitting those temperatures, which is insane, by the way, 120 degrees is like yeah. death. You might it's an oven. You're just in an oven. Yeah. You know, cook on 120 for 40 minutes. You're that, that's hell. That's a sauna. It's a sauna. It's hotter than that a hot tub. They can't take off. Hotter than my day. To RMD. rapidly shift topics, Sharknado 5 rains down swarm of silliness. Starring Tara Reid and Ian Ziering yet again. Storm of silliness after those those four cinematic masterpieces that led integrity and cinematic arts. This one's silly? I didn't see that one coming. Academy, Academy nominated. Academy nominated pictures uh i forgot they even made a fourth i i did too i was not aware of and the full nato of sharks i'm amazed i didn't hear about it the title was sharknado the fourth awakens the f- oh my gosh yes wow now this one's just sharknado 5 which is kind of weak oh global swarming <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I love it. Someone's, someone's making a good buck off these films, though. Remember the second one? It was crowdfunded. It almost, like, didn't get made. Was it really? Yes, and then it just became this cult thing that, like, it breaks FX's, you know, viewership record in, like, one night. So they're going to keep doing it, keep bumping them out, and making the dough. How great Smart. is it that Ian Ziering and Tara Reid, both who at a time were uber famous A-listers. I know. Are now, you know, making a living off of this crap. Yeah. They're, they're bringing them. home the dough. Good, Good for them. Good. That's what she's, like, great for, too, Tara Reid, is she's not going to do any more, like, serious roles where anyone takes her seriously because right. everyone's seen her boobs and her, like, get wasted. So she's got to do these, like, she's still hot, so she's got to do these, like, campy films that like she kind of owns it you know she's not trying to be a serious actress you know you see some actresses they're like 
well, this is all I can get. And you're like, ah, the mighty have fallen. You're in a really shitty movie. She kind of knows it's shitty and owns it and makes it like a fun, campy thing. Like she knows how to how to relate to that without. Uh, one of the most know. intelligent things um, a child or, or young actor can do once they kind of like have peaked is is self-deprecation and someone who yeah. does this very well uh the old i forget his name in the show oh his name was dawson uh, and, yeah, and he, he was totally. also he was also in a movie and his name was mox oh, sorry he's he's doing a show soon too and he's done commercials where he does like varsity blues quotes he's like i know that's what you know me as and i'm gonna make fun of this i don't want your laugh i met him one time he's a really nice guy too he, uh, in L.A. He, like a, a gentleman. He had like a two-minute scene in, in some movie or TV show that came out. And there was yeah. there was some writer there that liked what he did in that two-minute scene with some other actor. He's like, yo, this could be a show. Like, whatever they did, they could spin that into a show. And that's... Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah, it works, man. See? Right place at the right time. That's you're absolutely right, though. When they they peak and you know these great roles, they kind of do self-deprecation. They, they parody themselves instead of. St- Stallone did that to a degree with sure. the Expendables. You know, I mean, oh, that's that's the whole that's the that's, whole thing. That's the whole gimmick doing, of that movie. Yeah, is that we're gonna you know we're these old washed up like '80s guys. Yeah, and we're gonna get everybody together because Stallone's not doing serious movies anymore i mean unless it's like creed or something that he's done a long time ago anyway right he's not doing these like brand new like comedy films or things like that he's he's capitalizing he's a 71 year old guy even though you know he's capitalizing on it it's amazing you mentioned sylvester sloan it's amazing you mentioned uh sly sly he is going to have a recurring role in the upcoming season of smash hit this is us Oh, yes, I read that. I read Strange. that in the reporter. Yeah. Queer. Interesting. It is bait-like. It is very yes. baity. <laughs> it is fisherman style. Dark Tower adaption oh, isn't baby. fit for a king. Oh, I heard that was a mess. Can you believe it's like two great actors, crap movie. It goes to show you. It's just because you're a good actor, you might not be good for that part. I never thought McConaughey would be good in as flag in the in the dark tower i just didn't think i didn't buy it i always thought like a christopher walken or somebody like that you need because he's such an evil guy but, but he's a great actor and and yeah i'm really let down to hear that man it's such a good a good book series and uh how many books is it i think it's like five or something i want to read it but i heard it has like no end yeah it's 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 good and not great it's good king but i like his books that have a beginning and an end, and you can right. like isolate them like a film, not where it's like a series. Because then you're like, well, if I read the second one like l- later on, I might want to remember people. stuff from the first. Yeah, you know, I want to cut off my dick. I mean, I want to read the first one again. Yeah, the stand needs uh, a proper. Is that many film. books? It's one book, but it's like thirteen hundred pages. It's like. Oh. It's like the oh. size of, of of an erect wiener. It's the size of a of a George R R Martin's Storm of Swords. Yes, it is very Tolkien esque. Ooh, regular Samwise. It gets a little big at the end. I want to uh, get that book, the the Stand. Yeah, dude, it's like his best work, I think. And that has an end. Best. 
It has an end, and it's just an incredible book. And they did a miniseries of that in 93, which a lot of it doesn't hold up technical-wise, but it's a great story, and I thought it was good acting from Gary Sinise. And they've been talking about redoing that for I was years just gonna say. in three movies. It would have to be three or four movies. You couldn't do it in one. I mean, it's it's just too much. You can never squeeze in one. So it would be like a trilogy, which I think would be great in sexual relations. It's really cool. Like, uh, if you jump back to what we were speaking about last episode about the uh, the end of the theater, the mm. end of the movie theater, all of these things that were done as TV shows or even movies back in the day, these really great stories, they're yeah. all to me now, Clark, like not holding up. Like none of them are because of the TV that's available today. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, almost it's... like not TV. It's like something else. It's not a TV show. It's like watching a play or something, and you're like, yeah. well, they did what they could with what they had, but <laughs> I'd, I'd rather watch Netflix on my phone. I'd rather um, Bad Robot get a hold of this and redo it. I'd rather uh, iRobot be playing tonight the 2006 Will Smith classic and watch that. <laughs> Will Smith. I saw him, uh, I don't know, he did like an inaugural goal for some soccer team. Oh, he, nice. And he winds up to kick and totally, like, half oh, kicks the ball and it, like, goes sideways and he, like, almost falls. Oh, really, my gosh. Really, it was, like, the one time he looked stupid. The one time. Those big floppy ears. He's playing the genie in the new Aladdin live live, uh, live action film of, mm. of is Aladdin. He gonna, is he going to be, like, half blue? Like, half, yeah. half like, um, CGI? Yeah, it's gonna. I think. I think uh, so. I think it's gonna be like, animated. yeah, the genie, but it's gonna be him, but like that, special effects floating around. Dude, that'll that will be big. That'll definitely. be Oh yeah, big. they're all Bill big. I mean, is... Sleeping Beauty's in the top, or um, Cinderella's in like the top five, like highest grossing of all time. Just and and Sleeping Beauty because okay. it's Disney, and uh, you know the the promotion money is endless, and but they're I taking. Think... Taking these films and making them. I think Will is a great choice. He's fun. He's lovable, just like Robin Williams. I mean, he's not a comedian, but, I mean, he's, it's not like Robin Williams right. wrote, wrote the lines, wrote the dialogue. And he was uncredited for that, Robin Williams. I mean, everyone knew it was him, but he, he didn't do, like, the promotion and yeah. on the covers. It's never, like, Robin Williams. Um, he was just kind of in there. Everyone knew who he was, and it's him. But uh, I think Will Smith, nobody dislikes Will Smith. Even if you don't like him, you're not like, I hate him because he did this. I mean, he, he's a likable guy on the screen. He's, he's a great actor. He's like... The movie's grossed over like $2 billion. Yeah, I was going to say, he's I think the highest grossing actor like of all time as far as like what his movies made. Uh, yeah. At least he was for like a decade. Uh, and he's, he's good. I love him. I love Big yeah. Billy. Billy boy. Gotta show some respect. Exactly. Holla at your homeboy. Dude, I just read like the the first sentence of the plot summary for The Stand, and I already like have to get this freaking book. Oh, at, nice. At a remote U.S. Army base, a weaponized strain of influenza known as Project Blue is accidentally released. I'm like, all right, I'm done. No more. I done. need to buy this right now. Need to buy it. It's an amazing uh, story, man. It's basically, without giving anything away, the plot the is... A biological weapon is released in the form of a virus that sounds like the flu, but it will quickly kill you, and within, like, a couple of weeks, the whole world, 99%, is wiped out. And this is all in the beginning, is wiped out, and they're just dead. Government falls, quarantines don't work, 
but there's a few people that are immune. So it's like one in 100 million are immune. So there's only like, you know, a few hundred thousand people left in the world. And they're split between good and evil because there's like a godlike prophet on earth that people have dreams about and follow. And then there's this evil, like satanic guy that people follow. And it's like a battle of good versus evil. Why it's called the stand. They're doing the final stand of, of humanity. Dude, that and it's amazing. Is so much like lost. Yes, it's a lot. It's very lost ass. No wonder they had such a good relationship. They took the blueprint for it's his true. book. Lost, yeah, Lost definitely. The backbone uh, of it all. They definitely ripped a lot off, and there's some copyright infringement. No, no doubt, it's very unoriginal. But no. what they did, there's a no, it's great. But there's um, Blast as Blast. No, I'm totally joking. Lost is of all time. I, I love the fat guy. But they do these things where it's it's it's. I've never seen an adaptation or a story that has you know how King does. He's notorious for doing a bunch of people's different lives in different parts, different times, and they all intersect. The whole book is like that, but it's it all weaves together beautifully like a like grandma's knit robe. Oh my god, that's just like lost also. They like they all crisscross yeah. with each other before and after the crash. Lost is a is a carbon copy of Stephen King's The Stand. It's a, a skeletal adaptation. No, lost is great. Lost is very original, but that's a that's a flattery to to it's homage. hits at, at King and Dude. nothing's really original anymore. Everything no. you can say has been done. It, it has. Every, every song has been done. Every idea has been done just in a different way. Pretty much anything that you see in pop culture is either uh, a piece or a chunk or a complete yeah. ripoff of Stephen King and uh, Hitchcock. Absolutely. And, and I it's would, a tribute. I would it's a actually. I would actually say Tarantino because people copied him like immediately. Yeah, he's very uh, imitatable in the sense that we want to do what he he's doing. I wanted to the jump, podcast. I wanted to jump in real quick before we Rip take a break off. here. Yeah, because uh, Taylor Swift has been pretty quiet lately, but she will soon speak out about her alleged sexual assault. Ooh, now, really? Now, speaking of sex and assault. Yeah. Usher. Usher being sued. Usher. Being sued with not revealing he had herpes to three different people. Ew. And I say three different people because one of them was a man, man. Oh, man. He's getting wild. He's not really doing much anymore. Except for spreading diseases. He's a producer. He's producing the crappy music that's on right now. (laughs) Yeah, he's producing it. Like uh, people got... Yeah, yeah, he's big. He loves Bieber. He produces Bieber, so he got people. He spread the the herpes, and uh, they're suing him. Yes, yeah. They said that he didn't tell them he had herpes. They got herpes from him, and I didn't see any uh, news from uh, from Usher's camp. His camp that, didn't comment. No, they they uh, neglected to comment. I'm uh, sure he's he can if he's confirmed he has it. They might have a case, but he's got a lot of money. He could be like, well. You know, unless it's disclosed in the past that he has it, he could be like, "Well, I got it from you," you know, or yeah. that's not true. How do you, I mean, pr- how do you prove I when someone got herpes? Oh, you'd hear it more in the news. You never hear like guy sued for getting AIDS. It's just, and you don't, you can't really prove that. Uh, you could have gotten it from anybody, you know. And also, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember Dennis it's Rodman. Dennis Rodman was under this type of scrutiny, and. 
Just kind of magnifying glass. And he was on Oprah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He cried. And and he did. And she said, now someone's claiming that you gave him herpes. Her herpes. And, And he's like, now look. I don't know who gave this woman herpes, but it wasn't me. Because with a man, you can simply look at him and tell that he has herpes. They're like blisters and shit on Monday. On Monday. And he's like, but I don't have that. So it's not me. I don't have it. So these people that are accusing him, how did they not know he had it? He didn't have it. How did they not know he had it? Either they didn't Shit. know or they knew or didn't care or they just they just want money and he doesn't have it. Or he does and they just want money. Right. But back over to Taylor Swift. The superstar singer is expected to testify in a civil case filed by a Denver disc jockey who claims he lost his job after Swift accused him of groping her backstage at one of her concerts in 2013. <sighs> oh, my gosh. So, I mean, like... You're what still if, alive. It's pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. Do you want to take a it quick is slice? Dumb. Yeah, let's take a quick slice. Dice, tonight's show brought to you Peace by LiveWeb Media. LiveWebMedia.com. Get a slice of pie. And we shall d- return directly, abruptly... Albeatly and precisely after this. Check this out, podcast listeners. Live Web Media at livewebmedia.com are offering a one time discount of $250 off on their services. Live Web Media has been designing custom websites for over 19 years. Tremendous portfolio. Request some pricing today at livewebmedia.com or you can call them directly at 1 855 Live Web. We've used them, John's used them, and a lot of our friends have used them, and their businesses have never been better. Check out livewebmedia.com today. Custom web and market. Sumba. and giggles i went to uh slice me foxnews.com yeah it's really unbelievable what the home page is so it says guns on the docket question mark supreme court could take aim at post sandy hook gun restrictions then every bullet like all five bullets to the side of like a picture of a gun is here's the first one dear abby apologizes for advice about children and guns Video. NRA says Trump has struck the right balance on gun enforcement. The next one. Video. Handguns now allowed on Texas community college campuses. The next one. Opinion. The Second Amendment has won again. I mean, dude, every bullet point is about Uh, guns. A huge week for guns. A federal court. You know what's funny is I just went to Fox News when you said that, and there's a huge ad on the top and the right for lids. Uh, Uh, I'm beginning to think I have, like, spyware on my computer because I've never seen ads this big everywhere I go for lids. Lids lids spends a lot of money to be be spread. And though the socks hat I just bought you, like, it's kind of weird marketing. It's like I just did just buy that hat. I don't know if you want to advertise the same one again because you don't know it's for somebody else. But you probably 
to another address, so you probably want me to get it, too. Yeah, they're like, hey, your friend John has one of these, don't you, Matt? What? You want to be cool? And then Dunkin' Donuts is dropping the donuts, perhaps. Yes. I um, I saw that. And they're just going to go by Dunkin'. However, what about their little icon, their little logo? Is it just going to be a D? Because I know. It's, it's two Ds now, and I think it's quite, quite precious. And now they're going to ruin it. I don't think you should drop the donuts. I get like when Kentucky Fried Chicken just did KFC. It's like shorter and sleeker. But Dunkin' Donuts is uh, Dunkin'. Dunkin' just sounds like a man who enjoys poetry from the 18th century that lives upstairs with his mother. I don't Duncan. know if I want to get coffee from him. But Duncan Dunkin' Donuts. Pindersmoot. I, uh, I remember. Dunkin' Pendergrass. Not to mention Mr. Agnew twice in one show. I think that's yeah, happened before, amazingly. He said, do you guys know that uh, Dunkin' Donuts, 60% of their profits are in coffee? And we were like, ah. And then Agnew said, well, I guess that's why they call it Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Think about that. That just blew my mind. But what a that just blew my mind. clever idea, like whoever came up with that, to tell you coffee and donuts without saying coffee and donuts. And they got the Dunkin alliteration down, donuts. too. And their logo is a coffee. It's not a donut. It's right. a coffee cup. It makes sense. But again, Dunkin', oh, yeah. you could dunk anything. Yeah. You can dunk, dunk a lot a of trumpet. things. Strumpet. A, nice, a trumpet. A, a croissant. A, uh, a Nutella base crepe. A muffin. Cupcake. A Danish. Danish. A cookie. And then you click over to Fox News Radio. And I actually listen to these guys. It's pr basically the only uh, radio I listen to now is Fox, Fox News. I listen yeah. to Trump and Glenn Beck and Savage and all those loudmouths who are just purely entertainers, but they just pick a side. And there yeah, you right. go. And they just ram it down your throat. Yeah, it's just biased. They don't really believe half the shit they say. They just they, they want to get paid. They know their audience, and they're gonna yeah they're gonna pump it out. I don't even think they know if they believe what they're saying or not, but they know how to say it like they believe it. Right. They can spin it just a way that makes you believe it. And I I think probably most of them believe like a quarter of what they say or believe in it to a degree, but they have to amplify it because they would be boring if they're like, well, we believe in some things he's doing, but not others, because then they're viewership and listenership would be like, well, he's a pussy. Oh, we need someone hardcore. Where They have to be loud and annoying just like their listeners and their fans to, so they can relate. In, so in any those, those ad dollars. In like any form of, of like entertainment or media, there has to be some sort of um, make-believe. Yeah. Like a hint of make-believe or exaggeration unless you're a NPR. Hint. NPR is straight down the middle. And God bless Soda them for lasting so long. Right, yeah. Soda bread. Soda bread. I'm eating some passenger cookies, and they, they go well with this Dunkin'. I have to say Dunkin' Donuts because they didn't short your name yet. Up next, we're going to be talking to author Duncan McMaster, and he's going to be talking about his new venture Selling sheep's wool for the homeless. 
We'll be back. Please pledge your monthly dollars to NPR so you can keep falling asleep while you're driving. You're driving and your, your eyes are getting heavy. And it's the morning and you stayed up too late. And your eyes are getting... <laughs> Did we talk about Kathy Griffin? Uh, you mean her debacle with the Trump thing? Yeah. I don't remember. But we I can know. always spin down that street again, you little lollygagger. It just popped in my head, and, and she apparently was under investigation for the, for, by the CIA for like a week or two, and, and she announced that she's not mm. anymore. And I just thought, Kathy, that was all you came up with? Like, that's so know. cheap and, so and lame and weak, and, and I, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm shocked because I think she's pretty funny. Uh, she's pretty funny and pretty witty, and she resorted yeah. to carrot top. Like, let me use a prop, and it's like, don't don't do that. It was a, it was in poor taste, you know. And, and guess so, what? As much as Trump sucks as a president, I don't want him to have his head chopped off. No, and That's he is the president. You have to right. yeah. respect the office. You don't have to respect him, but you can't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that about anybody. That's really poor taste, and you have to know that. That's not a gray line where you like make a joke and maybe you're like, ah, it went too far. You know you're being filmed. You're taking a head. You're making a joke. Like, you have to know this is wrong. When she apologized and she went too far, it's like, did not any of this cross your mind when you were doing it? I think It's very like, poor taste and dangerous, the threat to the president. You could get black bagged and, I mean, you think, you know, something can't happen to you? You can't even say, like, I wish someone would kill him uh, in a jokingly Trump. way. The um, but I just thought it wasn't funny. I was like, when did she, she – this is what she thought. You know what? I'll do this. I won't get in trouble. Uh, and it will cause a stir, but I won't get in trouble. And right. it caused a stir, but it, like in the opposite way. Nobody I think so too. Fun. Nobody really thought it was funny. No. People that you know loved her for years said she's a good person. She didn't mean it. But they didn't defend the act and be like, well, no, it was funny. Nobody yeah, right. came forward and was like, no, it – Lighten up. I mean, no one, it's... no one tried to defend like the comedic art of it because there wasn't any. They weren't like right. Well, no. See, the representation of the head symbolizes America, and it's a metaphor, but yeah. also a simile. It's like you know, shut up. The head is the panhandle of Florida. Yeah. The the eye is the Tallahassee, which is the capital, and the butt of it is West Boynton, born and raised. On the barstool. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking. YouTube Red bought 10 episodes of Karate Kid's sequel series with the original oh, yeah. stars. I, I saw that, man, and I'm hoping Kanan gets in there and we get on that bandwagon and we ride that to the top. Dude, I didn't even he think needs about work. that. You know, he needs work. Dude, they need him. That's what I mean. Like, he, he's doing fine, but he could do Karate Kid and it could be... We just got, and I'm writing a rap for and him now. I think we just need to get in there and ride those coattails to and, the top. And dude, it's a it's a comedy. They're they're doing basically yeah, what, what Tara Reid and Ian Ziering are doing. They're being in spoofs of something that they used they're being to be. Smart. And Kanan was the better villain than Johnny. Put him in a body bag, Johnny. I totally thought Kanan's character was more evil. It was just in the later movie when people were yeah. kind of growing out of it. But now the capitalizing on the 80s continues, and I bet you this it's is going to be funny. And now I have yeah. to sign up for YouTube Red, son of a bitch. Yeah, the first, the first Karate Kid, the villain, 
Johnny, Johnny, you know, he was like a country club guy. He was yeah. kind of a pussy. Kane and you believed it. You're like, he could really hurt somebody. I was scared of him. I, I'm serious. I'm not saying that because we're no, friends, yeah, you're a friend scared. of the show. I remember him in Karate Kid 3 being like, fuck, Daniel, you're, you can't beat him. Like, he's, you're just not going to be able to beat him. <laughs> he's too tough. Yeah, and the fact that they're doing this, like, spoof thing, you know, whatever you want to call it, is, is funny. Benfer and I were eating, we're outside of Burger Fi earlier, eating out of the trash can. And we saw a Karate Kid DVD that somebody threw out because it was, like, broken. And we were talking about that in between eating some, some napkins out of this yogurt th- thing that threw by. But it was wild. And we think it's just a good time to do the Karate Kid again. I would be stunned if Kanan isn't, <laughs> isn't involved in this. I'd be shocked. We have, to get, we have to get him on the show. We have to get him on the show, like, right now and find out, like, has Machio uh, contacted him? Machio. Right? Ralph Macchio, isn't that his name? Yeah, right. Daniel Sun. Prob- Daniel Sun. Wax on. Wax off. He's a really good guy. Uh, also, yeah. also hasn't aged in 30 years. No, not at all. Still looks Young. like a little kid. Little kid with those boyish blue eyes. Sweet little babe. La la la. Continuing uh, the story from last show as well, home box office, otherwise known as HBO, hacked. Big time, and now, as a result, not only are these guys threatening to do more, but they leaked episode four Game of Thrones online late last night, Ooh! and I actually watched it twice today, (gasps) but guess what? HBO makes their money on their subscriptions to HBO Now, HBO Go, and just the the, the channel. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to end my subscription and bank on these hackers to supply me episodes of all of their as, as shows. nobody will. So they should not worry about this at all. I agree with John. I liken that a little bit to when music gets released. There is nothing wrong, and I remember when Oasis, I'm a big fan of the band of Oasis. They're still, still great. I heard they're going to have a, a reunion. I hope they do. But when they came out with Heathen Chemistry in 2002, chemistry. it got leaked, and I downloaded it and listened to it, and I still bought the album the day it came out. And somebody was like, oh, I'm not going to listen to it because I'm going to wait. There's nothing wrong, and I liken this to movies. There's something, there's something very wrong with leaking something that's not yours. But as a fan, from a fan, there's nothing wrong with hearing your favorite music or seeing your favorite show as soon as possible. But just do the right thing and like pay for it later. So like, don't drop your subscription. Buy the album. Buy a concert ticket. It's actually kind of free promotion for the show. Right. Um, and it's a slippery slope. Music is one thing. You can pretty much leak that now and get away. But hacking into HBO, will be, there will be some consequences. I mean, they, they don't just say, like, well, we'll tighten up security. I mean, FBI is involved. There's, like, 25-year penalties. They don't fuck around with, with that stuff. The problem is these guys are usually so good that they can hack it from a different oh. IP server and get away with it. Oh, dude, it's like, it's like the, <laughs> the drink you take to hide um, that you're taking steroids. But then the tester also tests for that. Yeah. You know, it's like once they think they have like some firewall created, a hacker that built that firewall has the only escape through it. And And I mean, all these things like Game of Thrones, HBO content, music, like you said, the only reason the artist should worry that this stuff leaks is if it sucks. Because as long 100%. as it's good, and as long as they like it, you're still going to get money from them somehow, you fucking It's still going to happen. <laughs> right. Ed, 
And exactly. That's totally true. HBO. No, but if you suck, it's not good because in this day and age, everything's going to leak or get hacked at one point. It's at least going to yes. leak at one point. Yes. And it's just a matter of how you deal with it. You can't put up these walls and protect it to be safe because something, something will break in and it'll make them do it more if you try to do that. And you, know you just what? have to, uh, you know, hone your craft. I watched the, uh, the new episode uh, that isn't supposed to air until Sunday, but I watched it today. I watched it what? twice. And guess Ooh. what? Sunday night at 9 o'clock, I'm going to watch it on TV with the rest of the world. There you go. A proper gentleman doing it right. You right. like to have the insight ahead of the curve, which is nice. Mm. You like to have your finger on the pulse, your, your, your hand in the dike, your foot in the levee. I like to contribute to the economy. Yes, you like to uh, administer your wealth and talents to the economic sanctions. Toyota and Mazda to build $1.6 billion factory in... No. U.S.? United States. Oh my gosh. Bring those jobs back. Thank you, Trump. Yeah, right. Um, uh, well, they already have a, uh, uh, they already have two factories over here. They probably got a good tax break, though. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. build here. Build here. Yeah, and uh, go to That's the middle. Good news. Like I've been saying forever, go to the middle of the, this country where nothing's going on. Bi- Build a, a, a build up a, a source of money. Build around that and here infrastructure. We go. Here we go. Where where are they building it? Do they say what state? I shall find out shortly, Your Grace. It's not California. I can promise you that. Mazda plans to build new crossover vehicles for the U.S. market at the plant, while Toyota will produce its Corolla model there. That's what I drive. Now, yeah. oh, this move is likely to be seen as a win for President Trump, who attacked Toyota earlier this year over its plans to build a new factory in Guadalajara, I can't pronounce it, Mexico. He threatened, he threatened to slap a big border tax on Toyota cars if the plant isn't built in the U.S. Whoa, all right. There you go, Trump. Hey, you know what? I will give credit where credit is due. All Corollas currently sold in the U.S. Right. are made in Ontario, Canada, or Mississippi. Okay. All right. Nice. Good. That's that's good news. That's a positive story. And the Japanese are already over here making those beautiful cars. Beautiful, beautiful. They heal themselves. Toyotas and Mazda. Mazda RXs. Toyota Corolla. So did you, uh, are you going to go see the hottest freaking team of all time in baseball? Yeah, man. Next uh, Friday, I think we have tickets. We, Jen's mom bought us all tickets to see a Friday game, and I don't know if it's next Friday or the next. I was going to uh, say, today's Friday. Next next Friday or the next. We have tickets to see, uh, see a game, which I'm against buying baseball tickets online. I like to go there and scalp them. Yeah. I feel like I won because I'm like, I always show up third inning. Hey, what do you got? I got two in the yeah. 200 section. How much? $20? I got 15 Okay. Yeah. No, you just I know you just want to get rid of them. It just makes me feel a little bit better. Oh yeah. And it's so much easier and you get in there, who cares if you're three innings late? All that matters is the last three yeah, innings I don't anyway. Care. Right. Everyone's like, Well, I gotta see the first pitch. I'm like, the first pitch is the dumbest pitch of the whole thing. It's just the pitcher yeah. warming up and the batter like just matter. eyeing him up. I'm gonna go yeah, I'm gonna see two games before the season's done. I'm gonna go with Tim Suck oh, and uh, my old roommate Chad. We're gonna go see uh, whenever they play the Cubbies. And then um, Chad Roberts, Chad. Uh, oh, Chad Roberts. Yes, he's a, he's a big man. No, this is Ch- Chad Gandenberg. He's an Illinois man that actually played baseball. 
in high school with Jason Worth. And he said he's the only guy he's remembered in high school that ever hit a home run, like, out of the park. He's like, he's the only kid in high school I've ever seen, like, hit a home run. You know, it's high school. Right. We're in Illinois. There's usually not even a wall. Yeah, we're, like, hitting things. And this kid comes up and hits, like, a home run. I've never seen anything like it. He was Which is an awesome. amazing story. Yeah. He, he was a great, not uh, permanent starter. He was, hmm. like, the greatest off-the-bench guy, like, kind of like Victorino, but he eventually was, like, an everyday guy. But, you know, he was one of those guys during that, that run that was uh-huh. just perfect. He was so good. Love him. And he was a like, Dodger, too. I, I believe he came from the Dodgers to Philly, right? Didn't they trade him? I believe well, he got traded, too. Mayhaps, yes. I believe uh, mayhaps. Per B, I believe. <laughs> what? Instead of may, may, mayhaps, it's per B, like perhaps maybe. Oh, Instead per, of maybe perhaps. Per me. It's not catching on. It's that sounds terrible. It's like a wart on your what's that on your dingling. Oh. <laughs> dingling a couple of waltz. Sp- speaking of the Dodgers, if we could just shift right into sports with John here. What's well, John, John? John. Take a guess at the score. The game is over. The Dodgers beat the Mets. What's the score? Oh, the New York Mets? Let's see. I'm going to guess 8-2. to two. That is the exact difference, but the Mets did not score. 6-0. Exactamundo. Stupid Nats beat the Cubs 4-2. to two. Astros destroy another team yet again in Houston. The Toronto Blue Jays, 16, 7 to 16. Oh my gosh, for the love of Pete. For the love of Halsey's Pants. In the Battle of the Sox, Red beat White in 11, 2 to 3. Hmm. The Red Hot Indians topple the Yankees, 7 to Dose. <laughs> dose. Nerd. Pot dose. Nerd. Pot. Oh no! The Reds get a get one over the uh, over the Cardinals three to two in Cincy. Nice. Yes. That sounds about right. Little uh, little river river match going on there down the river up the river, Cleveland. We're slowly, slowly getting closer to the match of the century. Some say yes. Or the worst sporting event that anyone will pay for? Perhaps. May, mayhaps. I believe so, yeah. McGregor, Mayweather. Did you see Tyson tweeted out? <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go. Tyson was bitching about McGregor. McGregor talked some shit, and Tyson said, like, ah, he's going to knock him out. But he kept calling him McConnor. He's like, <laughs> McConnor is going to get his ass kicked. And cause yeah, McConnor, McGregor, it's, like, it's McConnor. an honest mistake. I get it. But it's like, well, yeah. Hey, McConnor. Yeah. I thought I hit him. I think. Um, hey, I think McGregor is gonna get some shots in, but I don't. I don't really think he stands a chance. Looking at, looking at Mayweather and how like quick he is, and he's the master of defense. Right. And bobbing. Of avoidance. I mean, but who knows? I mean, who knows? You talk a big game. A lot of times, your your humility kicks in. And, you get your ass kicked because you're overconfident. I mean, that guy really is a, a cocky bastard. Oh, yeah. Did Mayweather. You s- oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's maybe 
taking it too light? I don't know. But did you, did you hear about McGregor's uh, sparring partner? He is uh, <clears throat> here in L.A., right? He, he like, quit. He quit? Yes. Why did um, he quit? I just freaking saw it. But So McGregor and him are, are going at it, and McGregor gets too aggressive and, and takes him down real quick. Well, like, knock oh, him shit. down. Like oh, he, he can't do that, man. He, like, snaps into, like, you know, UFC mode, and he, and he does a takedown by accident. And the guy, like, just keep, keeps getting his ass kicked, and he's like, yo, I'm fucking done. I, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, right. It's pretty, uh, it's not a good sign. I called that, too. I think, not with the, the trainer, but I think that might happen. Very, there's a strong possibility that might happen during the match is he's going to snap in the UFC mode and get disqualified because he's going to, like, kick him in the face or something. Exactly. And he's going to be done, and that way it's not a win or a loss. It's just I do what I do, and, and it'll be a, a disappointment if that happens. Cause I, but that's a, that's a strong possibility, I think. John, back to you. With Dolphins needing a quarterback, Kaepernick presents a problem. That's right. Ryan Tannehill went down. Did we talk about this already? I can't. I don't think so. I, I, I swear to God, I have conversations with people that I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about that on the show. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, all the time. Thursday morning was being chased by a defensive back, ran out of bounds, kind of landed weird on his knee that he should have had surgery on but did not, just did rehab and, like, some stem cell stuff, but never had it, like, surgically repaired. Uh, and he walked off the field on his own power. But now they're saying he's probably out for the season and oh, shit. won't oh, shit. surgery. Yes. No shit. Shit. I said no shit. And the Dolphins news from uh, my little thread there, my Dolphin fan friends, uh, are saying $13 million for Jay Cutler to come out of retirement. I saw that, yeah. Pay that man what he wants. Maybe the best quarterback in the last 20 years. <laughs> Why would they do that? Well, there's so much talent out there you can tap into for a low price and, like, take a chance. I was like, that's taking a big chance in a, in a bad one. I was like, you sign Kaepernick for nothing, and you start Matt Moore, who shined in his first day with the starters at Dolphins training camp, who right. I think is good. He's good, and they have really good weapons, so he doesn't have to be great. It's a bad move. That's a big blow, though, to the uh, to the Dolphins because Ryan Tannehill is getting big bucks, and now he's just sitting. Don't you think they're just running out of options and they're trying to do these bold things because they've been shitty for so long? They're like, well, let's just try different things. I bet they have some new guy in management, not the not the man, not the coach, oh, but they dude. have probably somebody up top that's like influencing these decisions. Oh, let's uh, let's do this. Let's take a bold stand, and this is gonna. I think this is gonna backfire very badly for them. Maybe not in the first year because it's a building year, but in the next two years, you're going to see like some people getting fired over this. In my opinion. They are, um, <clears throat> they are like worse than, worse off than the Eagles, but they have championships and they actually have the best record in all of sports. So yes, they're never going to be as bad as Eagles fans have it. But lately they have been suffering. True, They have really been boring they haven't just been bad. They've been boring and bad, the Dolphins. It's true. But if I could switch over to the NBA, Matthew. Switch over. Do that rebound, Mr. Rodman. Fabo Cephalosha finally gets his chance to suit up for Team Africa. I just wanted to see if I could say his name in one breath. We're not even going to get into that story. 
That's a great name. It's a cool name. Thabo Cephalosha. It's awesome. I like it. You should name your daughter that. Thabo? Yeah. No, uh, middle name. Cephalosha. It sounds Hebrew. You could probably pull it off. Maybe, maybe you don't want to do that. That might be... Yeah, I don't... I, I would despise. Now we're going to moonwalk over to the NFL. Oh, NFL, great. I've changed my song background. So. <laughs> There's yeah, nothing NFL. going on in the... I opened up the NBA. I was like, wait a minute, nothing's happening. It's like the complete silence of the NBA. Kyrie is still on the Cavs. Melo's still on the, on the Knicks. Over to the NFL. Back over. <laughs> yes. Did you hear about the uh, the brain scans of, of dead NFL players? That like No, what happened? Are they like just like brain dead all those? Out of 111, 110 showed CTE effects concussion brain damage effects yeah and uh to was uh, quoted i can't lie we're all scared <laughs> he's so dramatic not sure yeah i was just gonna say why he, he's, the, he's he... the voice to look to when matters to that's why that's who i look to for the the voice of honesty yeah the one that can't say anything. shut up what do you do with that information though if, if there's a ser- i mean everyone loves football it's not going away and people like me, and I'm sure you, if they change the rules, you'd hate it. You wouldn't watch it, and the sport would crumble because it, it's been what it is for like 100 years. If that's true, what do you, what do, you do? I mean, do you, do you argue the fact, well, they're getting paid millions. It is a risk. It's an occupational risk. Yeah. Because it is, yeah. you know? It's like NASCAR. It's, right, yeah. There's a chance you could get hurt or die or whatever. Yeah, it's exciting. But what are they the going to do with that? Are they trying to, like, change it so it's like touch football? Because I... It, if you change anything, no one's going to watch it. I, I wouldn't. Football I, is football because it's a manly football, brawn, well, beef patty sport. Sloppy Joe, ketchup, Ooh, mustard, oh, coleslaw. Fill, fill a tub with that. Just fill myself in it so my head's poking out and go, there's always room for Matthew, and then eat my way out of it. I mentioned Sloppy Joe's earlier, too, and I really need one in my life. I don't know where I'm going to get one tonight, but I'm getting one. Yeah, so what happens with the football? I think the uh, Hall of Fame induction was like last night or maybe it's this weekend because there was a game last night, an NFL game, Cowboys Cowboys. and uh, Saints or no, Cowboys Uh, and shit. Miami, right? Son of a bitch. No, not Miami. It was Cowboys. Cowboys and Cardinals. Cardinals That's right. At Cowboys. Yeah, Uh, Cowboys won. Cowboys won twenty to eighteen. None of the starters played, but right, yeah. Among those inducted will be Kurt Warner, T.O. Ladanian Tomlinson, hard to spell, and Jerry Jones. Oh my gosh! Cowboys owner. Jerry Jones, who I can't stand. The mummy. The guy's like 120 years old. Ugh, and I just hate him. But he revolutionized the football stadium with his obese screen, sadly. Television is revolutionizing sports football first, and uh, people are going to stop going. 
maybe. Probably. Not. Yeah. Mm. I think that will take way longer than people stop going to the movies. Yeah. Overnight, I'm sure it can't happen overnight. Concur. Maybe they'll do some modifications with the uniforms. Hmm. You know? I don't know. Hmm. But that's what it is, though. It's an occupational hazard. You're getting paid a lot of money. That's Maybe that's a trade-off. If someone's like, here's $20 million, you might have brain damage. I'll be like, I'll take that check now, please, because I'm already damaging myself enough. And you know what they'll probably do? They'll just continue to make certain types of hits. So they'll go back. This is what they should do. Right. They're going to look at true. all those brains and look at all the film of all those players and see what type of hits they were doing in the majority. And then they'll go from there. They'll say, okay, these types of hit needs needs to be changed so you can't hit that way. Right. Sort of like they did with clipping and things like that. They might do some amendments and they'll look at it. Look, Horse there's a collar. lot of money in the NFL. Exactly. They'll have a lot of people look at it and go, well, maybe not this hit or this hit. And what I think will really happen is they'll subject these guys to mandatory annual like CAT scans. Yeah. And if there is damage, there's there's going to have to be a payout or the NFL is yeah. going to have to pay for them to retire without them losing money. But I think you're going to see that's the, actually the best route to, to do it. Yeah. You know, just, just to agree. monitor the situation. I, I don't know if that's scientifically possible where – Brain damage doesn't show up right away in that sense, but hmm. I have a feeling if you take trauma to the brain, uh, any great surgeon can look at it and go, "No, there's there's some issues here." Yeah. Right, and it's up, you know, I think that's the way to do it. Our technology is constantly uh, evolving; like it's such an insanely fast pace. There's right. definitely exactly. scans that they can do to see if you have brain damage, and the NFL has the money, so. Uh, oh, they they have guys come on the field fifteen minutes to take X-rays that would cost like. Four thousand dollars out of pocket if you're like a regular citizen. Dude, they they get like surgeries done within hours of snapping a tendon. That like you know they fly right. a doctor in for like a million an hour, and they oh, exactly. sew their tendon right up. They sew it right up. I got a comment on that real quick too. Flash. This happens every year on social media, but during football when someone gets injured, there's always that one or maybe two social media posts of someone that's, that's going. There are kids and there are teachers that get hurt. And they don't have the health care. But at the NFL, the doctor comes in and fixes them in an hour. I'll tell you what. It's expensive. But they're, they're paying for it. They're not doing it for free. The NFL yeah. has the money to do it because it's a business. Yeah. The schools don't have the money because it's an institution. So yeah. don't blame, like, the sport or and the league. They're paying for a lot of money to do this because they have it. And they also do charity. So shut up. And do you know how many people that player – that player brings joy to probably millions Countless. of people. Countless. Now, a teacher, sorry, maybe 23 and then maybe multiply that by like 300 people max. Right. Sorry. Yeah. And what kind of teacher or job are you doing that you need surgeons right away? Right. It's an accident. What? These guys are getting hit and apparently getting brain damage. They kind of deserve the best surgeon there is. Right. That's, so how, that's how they make their money. If... Uh, a teacher is dislocating her shoulder, then I don't think she's a teacher. I don't she's think a clumsy idiot. <laughs> Dude, that's a that's such a big pet peeve of mine is taking these little statistics that apply to not this situation and blowing it up. Teachers make thirty five thousand dollars a year. Football players make eighty million. Who's the bigger hero? Well, because there's money going into there. People are paying eighty bucks a ticket to watch an English class. 
it's all economical. You know, like stop, yes. stop it. They take things out of proportion. John drives a Corolla, but hired teachers to work. Johnny Depp has four uh, Lamborghinis, but did Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Yeah, but Johnny Depp is doing movies that make a billion dollars. It's the world runs on money, not good faith. I'm sorry. I wish it did, but that's not how the world works. So, so stop it. Stop with your your tweets and your memes. I'm looking yeah. at you, Biscardi. It's like whatever, whatever you do, right. how many how many people it affects is how much you get paid. Like if right. it affects, if what you do affects millions of people, then you get yeah. paid millions of dollars. And that's how it works. And there's it's not a bad thing. I guess is my point. It's not like oh, no, it's just how it works. There's no better system. Sorry. Yeah. We can't it's just pay everyone the same amount. And if you did that, you know what? You would have teachers that are in it for the money and not because they want to teach. You know, you'd have teachers that are like, that suck. You know, you want to do it. You, yes, should they be paid a little more? Probably. Probably. But not the same as football players because then you'd have people like me and John who would be great teachers anyway. But go in there and be like, all right, kids. We're letting that child's down. A's for everyone. I just think uh, I don't think any of our teachers were underpaid. Uh, no. So maybe they don't deserve. They do get three months off. I mean, come on. Right. Uh, but it is what it is. It would it, it would remove motivation if everyone made the same. Greatness would be missed because eh, why strive for greatness? to become a millionaire because I never will be. So um, I'm okay with average. You just blew my fucking mind. That whole average thing, greatness. That's why that's, and when, that's why when people say like Obama's a socialist, I'm like, no, he doesn't want everyone to make the same amount of money. There's no way. There's He's not that's like not that. true. No. You, my, my mind is blown. You might as well just put a bib on me and throw apple juice in my face, take the Adderall and flush down the toilet because ain't nothing helping this brain-dead son of a bitch. I'm a son bitch. I'm like a little mahi-mahi. You just fished out. And you're now chopping up and throwing the gizzards out. How would Obama's friends like Jay-Z and you know Beyonce feel about everyone making the same amount of money? Making the sound of money. And his big hey. NBA, all his NBA fan, friends. I think we should get on title. The podcastle, so you have to pay for it, and people are outraged, and we're like, "Nah, we're with Jay Z," and it's like, oh. "Actually, you're not. Yeah. You're not." But we'll we're, no, 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 we're part of the crew. We're like the same entourage. Mail hey, check. Yeah. <laughs> I the podcastle to uh, to Spotify to try to get on like another stream of 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 an audience of access. But I didn't know uh, Spotify, which I listen to like every day, even heard. had podcasts. So I don't know if I missed the mark with that. Or if that's like a good thing, but I saw Podbean's like pumping this. Podbean, our host is I love uh, Podbean pumping like these new things every week. They have like a store now, and they showed you how to submit to Spotify, which is not even like affiliated with them. They just oh, want to like wow. help. They have like uh, different groups. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of tools for podcasters. I, I advise you to check it out at Podbean.com. But the Spotify thing seems kind of Podbean, cool. motherfucker. Podbean, motherfucker. Love Podbean. But I think it'd be cool though. Yeah, I always they're thought, good, I man. The Rogue Show was on Podbean, and I always remember saying, Podbean, that is the best name for a whatever, server. I, I That's how I heard about it, from The Rogue Show on uh, Podbean. And I thought that was such a cool name, because it's got bean and pods in there, yeah. two things I love. 
And that it was wonderful. As we moonwalk over to the diamond. <laughs> As we sideswipe. Just the league leaders in statistics. We're going to go for AL batting average. Slumping, however, Jose Altuva still batting 365. Mm-hmm. In the NL, Justin Turner for the, for the Dodgers batting 346. Home runs in the AL. Can we venture a guess? Home run derby champion. Oh, uh, not Joe, it, but the guy from the Yankees. Yes, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. In the NL. Guy from Dodgers. No. Cody Bellinger, who is. Who well, that had, makes sense. Cody Bellinger, he's played like 40 games, I think, or, yeah. or and he's he has 30 home runs. That's but amazing. Giancarlo Stanton has. Uh, That's amazing. Shady. Good for him. Done. Giancarlo Stanton has 35. Pretty amazing. Uh, that is a- pretty amazing for that many games, too. A- yeah. AL runs batted in, or otherwise known as RBIs. Nelson Cruz in Seattle has 80. In the NL, Nolan Arenado from Colorado has 96. Pretty good. Chris Sale and Clayton. 96. Chris, yeah. Chris Sale and Clayton Kershaw at the top of the column of wins for pitchers in the AL and NL. Uh, AL earned run average, James Paxson, 2.7 runs a game, Clayton Kershaw, 2.04 runs a game. Such a beast. My gosh. Such Averaging a, two runs a game? Good you, for him. You know, the little uh, icon <laughs> picture of him, and maybe even when you click on him, Clayton Kershaw slightly resembles the Hallsmeister. Oh, my gosh. i got to look this up. I see it in my head, but I need to like see it yeah. on my screen. It's it's with the beard because I remember I've seen him recently. Well, not recently, but in the with last, the beard. In the last yes. ten years, maybe uh, I saw. Yeah, him, and he had a beard. He slightly resembles the Hallsmeister. He does with the beard though. Without it, not so much. But yeah, he's right. got like the long face kind of thing. I Leader. see it in the eyes, the squint, the tight pants. Guy always had a pair of pants that were like a size smaller. It was weird. Oh yeah. Yeah, they didn't go all the way down. They were weird, right? Always ankle showing. Yeah, there was they were kinda weird. At the top in saves for the American League, Alex Colome for Tampa Bay has thirty three saves. Jeez Louise Alabacious. Oh. NL saves Greg Holland for Colorado. AL wins above replacement. Jose yeah. Altuva, six point two. What the heck does that even mean? I don't know. It's like when he's not there, or yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's when when he's not there, they lose six point two games more. I don't know. Makes sense. Ends above if you statistically slice it up. Ends above replacement. Uh. And and the NL wins above replacement. The stat that we don't know is Paul Goldschmidt from the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> <laughs> and the, that Gosh. is what was it? Sports Giants, Sports Giants, Looks good now. 
I was reading an article on the Houston Astros on ESPN.com, the untold story behind their rainbow uniform, which debuted in 75. Oh, Houston Astros. Remember yeah, the, I saw that the, article. Uh, Nolan Ryan that was like, standing cool? there. And we were just talking about that zombie. There's all these things. I won't get into it now. It's, it deserves a whole other – it doesn't deserve any of it. It's just a sole uniform. But interesting, though. There's, like, different colors from the city in there, and it was designed by an agency, but – the original files they made for the uniform were, like, lost, and they had to do stuff from memory. It was this weird, like, if you ever put too much like thought easy. and information and history into a uniform, it was the Houston Astros, their, you know, like their fluorescent technicolor thing. It was, like, There's yellow, orange, and, and red, and navy blue, and white, and brown. They had every color of the rainbow in it in some different way. Oh. Like, even if it was, like, a highlight. It was, like, really detailed... And I always thought it was a cool uniform, but not anything you could ever rock today. You would just like look ridiculous, but it it looks cool like on in the time. We talked but, about it not that long ago on a show. So this shirt is unbelievable. Around the V-neck is a blue and orange stripe. Then it's white to about like the shoulders and pecs, and it says Astros in blue. Then it's a orange line light orange line, yellow, light orange, peach, red, yellow, light orange, orange, white pants. But in the middle, right like below the heart, is a giant blue star. Right. And the sleeves are striped, just the same thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Then it gets even cooler. The pants, orange belt, white, pure white pants with an orange and yellow stripe down the side, and their number on, like, the right thigh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bought, looking at the picture, uh, number 50, it's, like, on the pants. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. Wes- Are you looking at him, too? Yeah, he's, he's, avoid- he's throwing pitches and avoiding taxes from the IRS. <laughs> yeah, him and Nolan Ryan there with their gold chains and their orange hats, like, all orange. These articles are great, though, because you look at growing up and you see these old uniforms. I don't know if we, if we ever saw this uniform. I, I don't remember ever seeing this. I've seen Astros games, you know, as a kid, but I think the uniform changed since then. But it's interesting to see these kind of stories and articles to show what goes into it because I'm fascinated with, like, baseball uniforms, uh, like the, the history and what it looks like. It's it's just they're, – they're cool. It's amazing. I just want to know, like, who was the guy that was in, you know, on his big art desk, you know, sketching ideas for the uniform and he came up with this one night after like a bottle of jack and like some mushrooms right like this is gonna be it's gonna be the new thing everybody's gonna do it and someone in a boardroom said all right looks good do it yeah he had to he had to he had to bail himself out yeah with what he uh thought of and it was just it's incredible they should go back to it well they're 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 kind of back to that but it's a more sleek uh, right. Take on it. Mostly navy blue and, and, and orange. I think highlights. so. I think so. I think the highlights. Orange so I had to crowbar that in. No, because we talked about that on a show, and then I saw an article on ESPN like this week, and I can't believe I forgot to send it to you. Yeah, no, I think it's awesome. Say, hey, hey, before, before hey, we Matt, go. I saw this. I saw, what? <laughs> That's I what saw I'd this. say. I'd copy the article, paste hey, it Matt. into the thing, and I'd say, hey, Matt, look at this. We talked about it. And I'd Maybe click on it and then get lost ESPN's colors. stealing our ideas. And I'd start, re- I'd start reading it and someone would click on it and come up behind me and I'd scream and spill my coffee in my crotch. Um, 
scream like Halsey. Let me ask you this before we go. There's an article I was reading. This is off of uh, uh, SBNation.com. And they're the best uh, baseball team logos in history. But they, according to them, we all have different things. But what do you think is, is number one in their list? And this is a poll that they took from different professionals and things. And I would have said the Brewers, or I would have said the Orioles, because they're my, my two favorite. Or maybe the Yankees, but the best logos in history. I'm not just talking about like the cap insignia, but the logo. What do you think was was voted number one? Was it was it the Astros? It was the New York Giants. The New York Giants from 47 to 57, and it's just a baseball that's, with the word Giants. I thought that was the dumbest thing in the world. Fake. It, they just the majority of the voters were from New York. The majority of the voters. Well, probably morons. Expos was up there. Dodgers were up there. I get all these. The rest of the list is pretty good. But I feel like the writer was my, – my, my daddy took me to a game, and I saw them. I don't know why he has an accent from New York because he's certainly not. Uh, you know, my dad took me to the game up there at Evans Field, you know, watching the Giants. And, you know, I remember seeing this on his wall, so I think it's the best logo. I'm going to put that in the article, or I'm going to put you in the fucking street. Okay, yeah, yeah, put it in the article. That's fine. Um <laughs> That accent. God, I fucking hate that accent. You know, we were down there at Evans Field. We were talking at the Yankee Stadium, you know, Bronx Cathedral. And I sw- back in the day, we watched that. Uh, we saw uh, uh, Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. He, he threw some, uh, My son caught that ball. <sighs> hey, bring out the sandwich. We're going to have the sandwiches now. Uh, All right? Some of the top <laughs> logos that I'm looking at this list here are the Hornets. Yes, awesome logo. The Golden State Warriors. Yeah. The Houston Texans, which I always yeah. love their logo, and I but I, you know, I I was like, God, they just suck. I, I wish they were good. If they were good. It would change the whole thing. But they they're a new team, relatively new. And they're dopey. They're dopey. They are uh, dope like. Um, best. Bengals. Always love the helmets. This is one of my absolute favorite. It's um. I think Kansas, yeah, Kansas University, the like. Oh, the Jayhawks. Jayhawk. It, it kind of he oh, kind of looks them. like a red and blue Daffy Duck ish toucan yeah. Sam without the the nose. Color. Jayhawks are always always cool. Chicago Bulls. Yep. Love Classics. Classics. Orioles also on this list. Yes. And. <laughs> One of the dumbest names for a basketball team in Los Angeles, but one of the but maybe the most famous basketball name of all, yes. the Lakers. There's not a single Laker. They are. We don't even have water. But like a Laker, it's like a a, a ponder, a puddler, a Laker. It, I never got it. They so had to have moved here like from, a from like Minnesota. They had to have moved here. Because there's no lake, yeah. there's no water in LA. We're in a drought. We we don't have any rivers. The rivers have shopping carts in them. There's no fish. And the Minnesota Lakers. Or no, Is that they it? Were the Minnesota Warriors, and then they became the Lakers, and then became the LA Lakers. I think. So they were from Minnesota. Minnesota, I think. I don't know. I don't know the chronology. We just got to get you a Toronto Blue Jay, Toronto Blue Jays spring trading cap. That's all I'm worried about. No, I have that one. We'll get you two. But, no. Matt, that's unnecessary. We'll get you three. All right, so ten. tweet us. Squid up. At Discord Podcastle. Boop.
and tweet us at the underscore podcast and let us know what you would like to see John talk about in support of John and his hats. I think we need to do a crowdfunding campaign to get John a new hat from Lids every week until he owns all of them. That is the new campaign, ladies and gentlemen. I will just uh, briefly state he has every MLB cap in its original form, except for the, the Nationals. So we need to start looking at different colors and different genres and different eras. Throwbacks. Throwbacks, if you will. From the gentleman in charge of the logo ship, which is not a word, of the Houston Astros, Jonathan Astinger, to the man who spilled a sparkler on his lap and now has a tattoo in the shape of an astro of a scar tissue on his penis. Matthew Clark saying thank you for listening and good night, everybody. And Godspeed. To keep my hands on myself.